0: You are listening to the Team Flower Podcast, where we talk about flowers and the people who have dedicated their lives to sharing them with the world. We believe that our work with flowers matters, and we're cheering each of you on. This podcast is brought to you by Team Flower, an online support community dedicated to educating, connecting, and empowering flower lovers worldwide. We provide online classes, in-person events, and weekly free resources designed to support you in your journey with flowers. Whether you're a professional florist, flower farmer, or simply love flowers, there's space for you here. Come join the party at teamflower.org. All right, everyone, we're back on the Team Flower Podcast. I'm Janine, and today I'm here talking with Paige Briscoe. She has a business called Reroot in Denver, Colorado and Reroot is home to the magically chilled jungle, their creative houseplant shop that focuses on connecting and inspiring people with nature. And they just celebrated four years of business. Congratulations, Paige. That's really exciting. Thank um, you
1: you, so much. Yeah. four years going on forever, <laughs> yes. Oh, I love that. I love it.
0: Um, that should be your mantra for the whole year four years, right? Forever.
1: I, I, I guess I should change that. Just four years really feels like 14 years. Um, (laughs) but you know,
0: I'm sure every other business owner can relate. (laughs) Yeah. The amount of life that you live and the, just the lessons that you learn in even, even the first year, but the first year and beyond, like, is I'm sure like insurmountable to Yeah just, just your business. So
1: it's, it's wild. The amount of um, things that can happen and, you know, we're four years, so we've definitely experienced a lot, especially in the last two. So I'm sure we'll get into that later. Yes,
0: absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I mean, on that note, why, why open a plant shop? Why open a shop at all? Why plants tell us more about your, your passion in that and your heart behind it.
1: Yeah, yeah. You know, um, it's really crazy. Our story is a little wild. I always kind of feel like things sort of happen for me in sort of backwards uh, ways. But um, Reroot kind of started as uh, doing art installations. Um, I really had connected with nature and found like a a deeper relationship with it where it really just kind of changed my life. And I wanted to share that with people and Um, And so I started doing these art installations, just trying to get people excited about nature. This was uh, 2016, 17 and 18. And people really responded really well to them. And I was doing as many things as I could in terms of plants. I was, uh, putting together gardens for people. I was doing these installations. I was actually in college studying biology, um, to hopefully go into plant botany. And I was visiting our local botanic gardens like every weekend. Cause it just really inspired me and really just helped me move through a lot of experiences and, and life things. And so, you know, sharing that with people, I, I did that with art installations in my last installation in 2018. Um, it was in like a collective uh, pop-up space oh. um, here in here in Denver. So um, we're in this like sub-neighborhood uh, called Five Points. It's also called Rhino, but um, it's very up and coming. Um, and at the time in 2018, nobody, there was no plant shops in this area. There wasn't a ton of plant shops in Denver in general. And um, anyway, so we had this art show and the curator of the space was like have you ever considered selling plants or opening up a plant shop and I was like "Mm, I don't know but you know I've kind of been doing the art thing and trying to connect with people so maybe this might be a great way to really you know expand on that connection and like put it into like literal terms right like actually selling a plant that people can connect with and so I was like actually maybe maybe I should do this and so (laughs) I actually had a month to come up with everything because I wasn't prepared. I didn't really think that I wanted to own a retail shop. So my show was in July and then we opened up in September as sort of like a pop-up, right? So the space was really like an incubator of sorts um, where people could kind of experiment and play around with uh, you know, their business concepts. And it actually ended up working out really great because you could kind of bounce ideas off of people and ask questions and um, you know, everybody in the space at the time that I was there was all woman owned, which also mm. kind of added to everything. And, you know, it was just kind of like a special little collective and we were there for about a year. And at that year mark, I was like, this is really taking off <laughs>
0: and this yeah. is really
1: exciting. And this is, this is kind of become more than what I thought it was gonna be. So I started really taking it kind of seriously at that point. Um and I started looking for our own space. And about a half year later I found the space that we're currently in. And it was just down the street. I want I knew that I wanted to stay in this area. Um just because we I love the community here and there there used to be a lot of diversity, but um, it's changed a lot. And anyway, I yeah found the space and we took the leap and jumped into the unknown and faced all the fears of opening up a brick and mortar and um got things together and I've kind of bootstrapped or I've definitely bootstrapped everything since the beginning, but um yeah in 2020, <laughs> January of 2020, I got the keys to our current brick and mortar space.
0: Oh man. And
1: there was no, there wasn't even talk. But there was a little chatter about you know, everything that was going on. And, yeah. and then, you know, we opened a uh, Valentine's day, actually we opened February 14th. And then a month oh. later, it was exactly March 14th. We closed our doors uh, oh. for the pandemic. So it was, it's been a lot. It was a lot. It was going on a roller know. coaster. Oh my gosh. Especially in the vulnerability of, of, you know, facing the fear of opening up your own business and and the energy and the excitement that comes with that. But then also, like kind of like falling flat on your face a little bit for a yeah. little while there because you know the pandemic happened and nobody knew at the time nobody knew what was going to happen we had no right. idea so it was wild but yeah. the the one of my favorite lessons that I've learned since being a business owner and just as like a human in general is being ex- finding resiliency and being extremely adapt like adaptive to the space and the environment and the things going on in the world is so important and listening to your customers too, listening Mm -hmm. to your community and the people around you and and you know maybe it's not the idea that you originally had but if you're open and you're not you know sort of like strapped down to like a box like don't it not putting your business or yourself into a box and just like being open to receive and going with the flow, then I think that that's really what has helped us mm. grow so much and helped us survive during that time and during that unknown and,
0: yeah, um,
1: just kind of how we've gotten to where we are. So that's a very long story short, but <laughs> here we are Gosh, we no, it's such, a, <laughs> such
0: a good story. And I'm sure that there are people listening who can completely relate to what you have been through. And maybe who are even going through something similar. Um, And I'm so, I'm so grateful. You, you mentioned two things I definitely want to circle back to. So one being finding resiliency and flex, being flexible within, you know, your, I don't know, for lack of a better word, your calling or your dream or whatever. So I'm, I just, if you're, if you're willing to be like completely vulnerable, (laughs) Always. Always actually.
1: That's the only way I can be
0: now. (laughs) Right. Okay, cool. All right. So I'm just I'm curious about like uh, mentally and emotionally this uh, the things that you went through, the up and down, the excitement of opening the brick and mortar, and then a month later having to close your doors, like when you were at, you know, some of your lowest points, what what in you, like what brought you to the place where you, you found that resiliency? Like were were there people in your lives? Was it, I don't know, something you read or whatever it was, where did you find the will to like, this is still good. It can still work, you know, kind of, kind of mindset. Yeah. So because
1: I've had, I have such a, passionate and strong and deep relationship with nature and all things plants and the magic that they actually bring I sort of just leaned into that because I didn't really have anything else right so I I was like well you know we have plants and nature is so incredible and one of our mottos one of our shop mottos is connect with the earth connect with yourself and I sort of took that concept and just the idea of plants and just kind of like was like, all right, like we moved into this space, spend all this money, you know, did all the things. But that first month that we were open blew my mind. It just, we, the amount of success and the amount of response that we had had was insurmountable. I couldn't even, uh, predict that it would be that successful and so that was kind of mm, sort of like the appetizer of Mm. you know what was to to come for the rest of it it sort of Mm. just was like okay like this is where you need to be and times are tough but pull through and so I listened to the community and you know for the first couple weeks we were just like what is going on (laughs) and I think I sort of, because I didn't know, I was so open to just like listening to what people said. And thankfully I was, I, plants did kind of take off during the pandemic. Like there's no yes, question they did. about <laughs> it. Yeah. There, and, and that was just, we were like, okay. And, and I wasn't ready for anything because I had just barely had enough energy and money to open up the brick and mortar. Right. So I actually, right. didn't, I had, I had hired my first real employee, uh, March 1st. (laughs) Oh And I know. And so, you know, his name is Pedro. He's our shop manager. He's an angel in disguise, but he and I were like, okay, well, what do we like, what do we do? And I sort of had this responsibility of being like, well, I have to take care of you and this shop. And I, Mm -hmm. I want to survive because I just, barely gotten started and I had just barely gotten that small taste at the beginning of like what how people were going to respond to us and so you know we started posting on Instagram we started posting on our stories I went live a few times um, and I just asked people I was like what do you what do you want from us and everybody said shipping <laughs> shipping <laughs> and local pickup and at the time we actually hadn't done any shipping at all it was sort of like a we wanted to, but we just weren't ready sort of thing. Yeah. But I mean, what else could we do, right? So sure. we, we Pedro and I together, we just kind of uh, figured it out. We were like, this is what we need. This is how we did. And so our brick and mortar kind of turned into um, like an assembly line, uh, uh, a shipping space where we just kind of packaged up all of our product offerings. We shot product photos and we sold everything online. I put together the online shop super quickly and we did um like weekly drops weekly restocks of plants and um and yeah we we did tons of local pickups we went out to the car um handed you know the plants off to people there and and it was just again the response was really incredible and really insane and it was just it it was just okay this we can make this work and mm we ended up not taking any ppp loans and we didn't take any we applied and we, and we didn't get them but it, it was it was okay cuz i just kind of was like all right well i still have to figure this out i still have to pay right. my bills like things still have to, have to happen you know and um and so you just kind of have to keep going and sure. i've sort of realized recently that because i just kind of had to switch into survival mode that maybe I didn't process a lot of, um, I didn't process a lot of like the the things and the fear and the things that were happening, but it it was still there, right? It was just kind of like, well, I have to survive, so I have to figure this out. But I think over the past couple of years, and as things have kind of become a little bit normal, and we've kind of you know grown even just a little bit more, it's sort of just been like, wow, that was really that was really really hard, and and. Yeah, like giving myself a pat on the back, but also just being like, you have grown so much Mm -hmm. and, and like nothing can stop you (laughs) if you, and, and I just told myself like, uh, like literally like 10 minutes before we started this interview, I was just having this thought of like, you can dream as big as you can. And and dream bigger than that, because the more that you dream big, you sort of open your perspective and the mindset and you put it out into the universe of like, this is what I want. And this is how we're going to get there sort of thing. Or maybe you don't even know how you're going to get there, but just putting it out there of like, this is my biggest dream. And you Mm -hmm. literally never know when it's going to happen. And it's almost always going to happen because you're putting it out there and you're actually like thinking of that concept. And I think that that's really sort of how we've gotten to where we are is because I never really let limitations or fear stop me. They were always there, but it was like sure my passion and my love and my desire to show to to connect people with nature and to to you know show how special it is has really just kind of carried me through. So
0: mm. that's yeah. really beautiful. And I'm I'm really thankful that you've shared all of that with us because um I I'm thankful like to have come from a background where I've I've always been told like you can do whatever you put your mind to. Um, like a you know, just lots of positive affirmation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know that so many people have not gotten to receive that in their lives. And it's not, you know, it doesn't have to doesn't it can start with you. Is what I'm trying to say. I think it's where, yes. where I'm trying to get to, like, even if you haven't received a lot of positive affirmation in your life or, um, people around you supporting you and, you know, like cheering you on in your pursuit of your dreams, it can start with you. Like you can, you can start that trend for yourself. And there are people like there are people who want to cheer you on. It's just a matter of yes. finding that community and the, uh, connecting with the right ones.
1: Um, yes. Yes. And that's For where- anyone listening. Like you, you are it, like it has to start with you because sometimes, like you said, like you don't have anything or you've never been shown the positive, you've mm-hmm. never been in a positive environment, but if you want to get out of that, there's only one option and that is to just get through it, you know, grow through it. And
0: yeah,
1: and it's always beautiful. The return, you never know what can happen if you just dive, dive into it, yes. you know, maybe, and, and maybe, you-, you know, one, one thing that I will say that I feel like is super, super important is, maybe you will you will try it and you will fail but that is okay you're going to have a lot of fails over and over and over again maybe they're going to be tiny maybe they're going to be massive and you're going to mess up like one of my i'm super hard on myself ask any anyone surrounding me they're like <laughs> <laughs> i am probably one of the i i just i'm very hard on myself and i've tried to to work with that in a sense of like like Yes, you can be hard on yourself, but things are gonna happen and you just have no idea. You can't predict everything and and you're gonna make mistakes and you just you have to face them head on. And it's always, always gonna make you a better person, mm-hmm. a better business owner, a better leader, a better partner, whatever it is, you face it head on and yeah. you'll never, you'll never regret that.
0: Yes. Oh, I totally agree with that. And, you know, if you're listening and you just, even if you have had positive affirmation in your life or you haven't, and you like want some personal affirmation, like shoot us a message, like shoot, shoot page a message. I'm sure she'd be happy to cheer you on. You can shoot us a message at team flower. Like we are cheering you on. We can be your people. Like, yes. Yes. (laughs) And, and, and
1: asking for help too. Like I Ask for help, be mm. open to it, and you never know who's going to take the bait or who's going to show up in your life. Yeah. It's always, you know, inspiration can come from from the places that you least expect it. And that's sometimes that's really all you need.
0: That's very true. That's I feel like that's a good segue to the other point I wanted to hit on mm. with you that you mentioned about listening to your customers. Um and being flexible in that sense too because you know a lot of times we can come into a dream that we have and say like this is my business plan and this is how it's gonna go but in reality like how often in life do things go like we plan you know never (laughs) I don't know about you but for me it doesn't
1: work that way (laughs) <laughs> no, it really doesn't. And almost that's, it's almost more exciting for me. I mean, call me crazy, but like, it's almost more exciting when things happen and when you least expect them because, yeah, because you just, you like, that's why I said, just dream as big as you can, because you sure. literally have no idea when those dreams can come true or when those, sure. those big opportunities can come from that. So being yeah. flexible has definitely been super important. And as I mentioned, you know, when we closed our doors to the shop, like that was, that was it that was who we were at the time was just a brick and mortar and mm-hmm. I wasn't ready or I wasn't, I didn't have the concept of becoming anything else, but the customers and the environment and everything around us was like, no, we still want this. We still want what you are offering. So mm-hmm. figure out how to get it to us. <laughs> and, yeah. we did. and, and, and it was amazing. And we, now we have, I mean, you know, it kind of set the groundwork for how shipping and, Um, packaging plants and just sort of like you know being able to ask ourselves like is this still something that we wanted to do once we reopened too you know and of course of course it was so it just kind of added another element to our our business and our business model Mm -hmm. even though we had to start when we weren't ready sometimes you have to do that too like you're never going to be ready fully ready for something and sometimes when you are fully ready unexpected Mm. things can happen so it almost doesn't even matter like just true (laughs) just just do it start maybe it's not perfect telling myself this right now like it's not going to be perfect so just put it out there and and listen to that feedback and listen to the community Mm. and, and 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 change things you know maybe you need to maybe it's not the right thing if you're not getting any response maybe that's not you're not reaching the right audience or, or something needs to change. Right. So Mm -hmm. kind of similar to taking care of a plant. If a plant is not growing, check the lighting, check the soil, check your Mm -hmm. watering. You know, I heard this really beautiful term recently, where it was like, if a, if a flower doesn't bloom, is it the flowers problem or the environment? And it's the environment, you know? So,
0: yeah. Oh, that's a really good analogy. Yeah. That's such a good analogy. Um, and that could, yeah, that, that can apply to even us personally and not just our businesses too. Like if you're not, if you're not blooming in your business, then check your business and make sure it's something that you love too. Um,
1: exactly. Or, or your relationship or, or anything. I feel yeah. like a lot of these lessons can be applied in so many different ways. So, yes. Yeah. It's oh really- one of the.
0: One of the things I love about this industry.
1: Yes, me too. So many live applications. (laughs) <laughs> it's so true. I mean, sometimes I have conversations with my close friends of like, am I crazy? Did I am I psychotic <laughs> for do, for choosing this thing that doesn't make me a ton of money, but you know, like <laughs> it causes me a lot of stressing, but you know, at the end of the day, it it I'm I'm doing something that I love and I'm sharing something positive that can literally change people's lives and yeah what's what's better than that you know maybe I'm not a built a multi-millionaire but like maybe I impacted someone's day with nature mm-hmm. or flowers or plants or whatever it is and, mm-hmm. and that's that's the the nectar the 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 mm-hmm. goodness
0: yes so well, that's the why that's the whole purpose. yes exactly exactly yeah oh man what a good conversation I feel like we need to talk about some practical things but I don't know if I re- want to
1: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I think um you know I, yes I don't know I think um it's so interesting how how life works right and how things can be said in a different way and it's what you needed to hear at that time or or
0: yeah.
1: or you know what what needed to happen at the time and And yeah, so
0: (laughs) we could talk about this all day, (laughs) all day,
1: but I am,
0: I am curious when you said that you started shipping plants, I'm like over here, just trying to picture how in the world does that happen? And how is there not soil everywhere? And what, what does that look like? How do you ship a plant?
1: it's crazy, right? I mean, so when, when it kind of happened, like there wasn't a ton of plant businesses that were shipping online, there was a handful and I'm very involved, not just in my local community, but just like across the board. Like I really try to spend some time, like looking at, um, you know, what people are doing in my industry and, and Mm -hmm. looking at plant shops or plant places that are, that are shipping plants. So, um, I sort of asked around and I was like, Hey, how do you do this? And, you know, sometimes you don't get a response. Sometimes the response is like, I don't want to share anything with you. But um, some people responded and they were like, this is how we do this. So thankfully we have a really great um, platform for the shop, we use Shopify. We've always used Shopify. It's not an ad, I promise, Mm -hmm. but um, Shopify makes it really (laughs) easy to, to kind of connect the online with your like retail storefront. So it's very seamless right there. And so, you know, it uh, it was definitely a learning curve to even put product online and like how that works, but shipping the plant itself, you know, I just kind of looked at it of like, okay, if I were to buy a plant, how, how do I want to receive this and what would make me the most happy in terms of receiving it? Um, and so we just tried to do our best with that. So there's a little bit of like struggle that we had in the beginning because Pedro and I, we were both very, we're we're huge plant lovers right so taking Mm -hmm. one of our precious plant babies and packaging them up and putting them in a box without any light (laughs) felt so wrong like we had so many conversations of like what are we doing (laughs) however however it's it's about the love we do everything with love and intention and care and I do believe that you know we're we're put we're not you know uh <laughs> thinking negative thoughts when we're packaging up this plant baby. So you basically just uh uh you know add some some tape and tape that baby down and make sure she's snug in her wrapping and that the leaves aren't going to be damaged and you add we're huge on sustainability so all of our Mm -hmm. packaging materials are recycled in some way or can be recycled or composted so from our tape to the little packing peanuts that we put in there everything can be composted or dissolved or recycled in some way so that's something that, um, is just part of our, our ethics and just me personally as a person. And, and just, um, cause I mean, let's be real, right. Like buying things online and shipping things isn't, it's not great for the environment, but you sure. do, you do what you got to do. And you, you know, you can do certain things to help like mitigate your carbon footprint. So, um, yeah, we, we don't use plastic and we don't, um, use things like polyfill or things like mm-hmm. that. So, um, yeah, just, taping it down and making sure that they're ready for the journey and I mean again going back to making mistakes I mean we definitely made mistakes but we were sure to include something like a disclaimer in there like hey if you receive this plant and it doesn't show up the way that you wanted it to or something happened along the way we'll replace it like Mm -hmm. no questions asked we got you Mm -hmm. and we still kind of hold true to that now it's kind of like well send us a picture sort of thing but um and there wasn't honestly there wasn't we had like maybe two or three mistakes, but nothing major Um, things that were easily fixable. So, uh, yeah, time of year is a huge thing now. So Mm. we actually sort, or we have been sort of pausing shipping plants during the winter months, but, um, I'm kind of been thinking about ways that we can get around that using heat packs and things like that, this, this upcoming, um, winter here, but we'll see you know always growing always evolving so
0: yeah yeah yep always learning something new Mm -hmm. and that's Mm -hmm. really really cool okay so I'm curious too about the are there any plants that are like staples in your shop or like what are what are the I don't know maybe your top three best sellers or things like that. Yeah
1: um so for our shop specifically we we definitely approach or we try to be as um we try to have a little bit of everything for every kind of plant parent. Because the thing is, is like in 2020 and when we first started the shop in 2018, like plants were they were people were interested in having plants, but I wouldn't say that they were as popular as they have sort of become, um, which is great, but it's also like, well, maybe you know, things we sort of had a lot more like common plants, things that you could. That were like easily available like sansevieria and pothos and monstera and of course Mm -hmm. we still offer those those plants here now however uh you know as with any plant parent and you know sort of looking at myself again kind of like that analogy of like how do i want to receive a plant i kind of ask myself those questions even now like if i were a plant parent or just a plant person and i didn't have a business what do i look for in a shop or what, what, like, where am I in my plant parent journey and sort of the way that it goes. And I think, you know, just as you learn something and get better at something, then you sort of find like your favorites and, and things that you're really good at, but also like there's so much to explore in the plant world. And we love weird plants, plants that are uncommon, plants that people maybe haven't seen before um of course there's you know the rare plant aspect too which we have those plants you know the more like they call them like unicorn plants like album monstera <laughs> and things like that we do have those plants but those aren't those aren't our focus because sure Just because they're really expensive. And so, coming from my background of like not having a ton of money and things like that, like, I'm like, okay, where, like, how can I still make sure that with every person, regardless of your experience or knowledge of plants, you can come into the shop and find someone that you'll love that maybe you didn't see a week ago, or maybe that you even haven't seen ever, and will properly educate it on educate you on how to take care of it but we'll also be like this plant has a really stinky bloom or I know this plant <laughs> looks really weird and crazy right now or maybe it doesn't maybe it's like a plant that only blooms or has leaves during a certain time of year uh-huh. but it ha- it looks really cool right now sort of thing you know <laughs> or we do these um one of my favorite things that we do at the shop is a mounted plant so we basically put it's a type of plant that can be mounted but Um, we put them on cork bark and it's basically like hanging a piece of art on your wall. So like that sort of concept of like, Hmm, let me show you that you, not all of your plants have to be potted in a pot. You can actually take them out of the pot and literally put them on your wall. So we're, we're kind of like, um, I'm a, I'm a huge creative, like that's my almost to a fault. (laughs) (laughs) sort of uh, as a business owner, like it's great. I'm creative, but some of the
0: the more like businessy things that I have to do, I'm not great at. Yes. I feel that. Yes.
1: (laughs) 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 But, um, so I'm always constantly trying to explore and experiment. And that's one of the, the best things about my industry and plants and, and even with flowers, you know, I'm sure you can relate to or people listening, focus on flowers it's like you can still find flowers or plants that you didn't know existed even 10 years into learning about them and that's so cool to me like you can do so many things with plants and flowers and nature and still will forever be a student Um, yes so yeah just I like to play I like to experiment I like to show people um, different things when it comes to their plants and I think that that really helps us stand out, but it also keeps me interested in plants too. Like I'm still just as passionate as day one, if not even more so because I've learned so much along the way.
0: Yes. Oh yes, for sure. I have seen, um, I've seen a few times the like framed, uh, framed plant holders, like that you put on your wall or whatever. I'm like, man, Mm -hmm. one day, one day I'm going to either make one of those or buy one of those. Um, yeah. But there's, there's, yeah. not, there's not a shop around me, but maybe I can just order one from you and you can ship it.
1: <laughs> we actually have
0: a kit. We have a
1: kit. <gasps> so you can Perfect. buy a mounted plant kit from us and uh, we send you the kit and you can choose to purchase a plant with us as well. Or if you have one that you're like, this one can be mounted, then yeah. Um, that's um, great. Yeah, it, that's
0: even a good activity to do with kids too. Like if someone if you oh, and like it's so fun with kids.
1: I looking at the, the root
0: system and everything. Yes, yeah. That's yes, a science that's lesson.
1: An, uh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Get get kids involved. Inspire them with nature early on.
0: Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm definitely on board with that for sure. We go on um nature walks, like fairly regularly and have a little nature pail that we bring around and whatever, whatever really? the girls think is cool. We'd put in there. It could be a rock, um, or it could be a dandelion, you know, but yeah, it can be anything.
1: You. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Explore, be curious, be creative. And honestly, even having like taking a tip from a, a child perspective, when you approach yes. nature, like just having that yes. like endless curiosity about what's mm-hmm. going on around you can really, um, it, that you can find so much in that. So I encourage, yeah. I encourage everyone to, to think about that next time they go yeah. on a hike, <laughs> tap,
0: in. tap into it and yeah, let yeah. it inspire you for sure. Yes. Okay. So we're, you know, like out of time, but I want to know if you were a house plant, what would you be? and why? Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. You're going to make me choose. You're going to make me pick someone. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How about today? Today, uh, in oh, your current state,
0: if you were a houseplant, what would you be?
1: You know, I'm looking around. Ooh, actually, so my friend um, uh, picked up a plant for me at a local plant show recently, and it's called a ping, P-I-N-G, um, and it's a type of plant that. you know I said I like the weird ones so it's a type of plant that is in the carnivorous it's a subcategory of the carnivorous plant so like plants things like that anyway but But what makes pings so special is that they're they're usually miniature so they're quite small the one that I picked up is about the size of a quarter and these guys are so cool and so special because they grow like on rocks um, wow. and you can style them in, in such a unique and different way. So like the way that I'm going to plant or display this plant is like basically mount him to like a lot, like a piece of stone or a lava rock, because that's wow. what they want. That's what they do in their environment. So pro tip, you know, always look at where the plant originates mm-hmm. from and what its original environment is if, if if you want it to be truly successful in your home. So I he picked up this plant for me and I'm just I'm just so inspired by it it's so beautiful and so cool and it's actually in bloom right now which is even more incredible and so maybe today (laughs) because you asked I'm going to choose this little pink carnivorous plant or this carnivorous plant because I mean who doesn't want to be a bug eating plant right <laughs> <laughs> maybe not everybody but <laughs> I've always kind of been like a, a different uh,
0: person so <laughs> of no course I love a, it a carnivorous plant <laughs> I love it and it also is kind of like it sounds to a little bit symbolic of your like your shop opening experience with like you started blooming but it was almost and then the pandemic and then you were like Found yourself on a rock, <laughs> but then yeah. you like you survived, and so yeah. that seems yes, fitting survived. to me. <laughs> survived, yes.
1: still figuring it out, still yeah. trying to survive. Even now, now that the climate has changed, and yeah, yes. biggest advice for every business owner and just person in general is just try to be as open and flexible as you can, but make sure you're doing something that you really truly love, because then it won't feel like it won't be as suffocating and you'll be able to get through those harder moments a lot easier yes um so follow your passion y'all mm, and so i'm always fun. here i don't gatekeep i if you have any questions you can always hit me up i'm the person who runs the instagram and you can always email me Perfect. i'm sure you'll have all of the info on how to contact me uh through this website or through this yeah
0: podcast yeah I'm, actually i was about to mention that too um you can find page at reroute gardens on instagram and then the website is the same as rerootgardens.com. so go ahead yes. and you know as soon as the podcast is over just go on instagram and send her a dm and say you're awesome way to go yeah you ping plant yeah. you
1: <laughs> <laughs> thank you when you're ready for that mounted plant um kit girl let me send you one i'd love oh to you bet to i will girls
0: the girls would love doing that. Oh, well, Paige, it has been such a joy and an inspiration to talk with you today. Thank you for taking the time to share your heart and be vulnerable with us and, um, just encourage all of us who are listening. I really appreciate that.
1: Likewise. Likewise. Thank you so much for, um, for being you too, because you guys have been a source of inspiration for me for a really long
0: time as well. So keep, keep on keeping on well, then the feeling is mutual. (laughs) And um, if you're listening, you guys just, I encourage you to just take a moment after you, after you listen to this podcast and instead of just going ahead and starting another one or jumping right into your next task, just take a moment and be still and allow all of this goodness and inspiration to just kind of sink into your heart and soul. Um, And and then go forth with your day with some positive affirmation and knowing that you've got cheerleaders. We're on your side and we're really proud of you. So keep it up. Yes. Keep it up. To all of you out there. Thanks for listening. Your work with flowers matters here at team flower. We are cheering you on as you deliver light and grace and love the world through flowers one bloom at a time. Thank you for listening to the Teen Flower Podcast.